The Closing Argument Your Honor, I want to thank you and your very professional support staff for attending to our needs so well throughout this disturbing and difficult trial. I think I speak for all of the lawyers in this courtroom. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I would first like to thank all of you for your tremendous patience during the last six months. Judge Murray told you at the outset, this could be a very disturbing trial, and some of you may be in a little shock about how true that turned out to be. You've acquitted yourselves extremely well as citizens. I'm sure this is an experience that you will never forget. Now, even though I'm sure that you're tired and can't wait for this crazy trial to be over so that you can get back to your loved ones, now is the time when we most need the attention of your hearts, minds, and souls. Yes, we even need for your souls to be listening now. It isn't just Christian King who needs your attention. The whole country needs it. History is watching you all very, very closely. What you decide here could change the fate of millions of people all over the world. I'm going to try to be as brief and concise as possible, but as all of you can guess, I have a lot of ground to cover here, because it turns out that we're not just trying to save a man, we're trying to save a nation. I'm sure that you are all aware that this is the most talked about case in the world these days. Mr. King's face has been on the cover of every important American news magazine. The story about his alleged crime has led the news on every television station in the nation. I'm sure that Mr. King's mother never dreamed that her son, Christian, would end up an international celebrity under these circumstances. But maybe when my mother named me after Frederick Douglass, she had a vision of what I would be called upon to do here. Certainly, Mr. King's mother never imagined that her son's face would appear on the cover of one national magazine with the words, The AIDS Menace, under it. No way did she ever think that would happen. How would you like to be a black man looking at the face of another black man on the cover of a magazine with the words, The AIDS Menace? at the same time that the Centers for Disease Control was saying that black men are at the highest risk of carrying the so-called AIDS virus? It's not the best time to be an African-American man in America. Added to the crime of driving while black, or standing on the corner while black, seems to be the new crime of making love while being black. But we'll get to that. When we began this trial... You remember how I told you that we needed for you to listen to all the witnesses with an open mind? If you had seen any of the publicity about Mr. King, you had to make your best effort to put it out of your mind. When you listened to the evidence in this trial, I asked you to listen closely to the facts. And for six months, you listened to so many facts that some of you should be given honorary degrees in law and science. After all that you've heard... Some of you could even leave this courtroom today and begin doing AIDS research. In fact, I would guess that some of you have some pretty wild questions about AIDS and HIV now, and that you're going to want to go back out into the real world and ask them as soon as possible. I also want you to remember how I asked you to open your minds on the subject of AIDS. I warned you that by the end of this trial, you might no longer believe a single word that you have heard about AIDS, and that you were going to have your trust in the American government totally shaken. 
if it hadn't already been. That is a very scary experience for any citizen. It's easier to believe what everybody else believes than to stand up and express doubts and ask questions, especially about something as dreadful as AIDS. No one wants anything they've heard about AIDS to be wrong.' 